penalty. It's Rapino against Van Feenendaal. It's 1-0. The USA won. The Netherlands nil. Foul, the game's opening up. Rosa foul. Lovely run. Great goal. Brilliant goal. Rosa foul might have won the World Cup for the United States. For the fourth time, the United States of America are crowned champions of the world. And for the very first time, they've done it on European soil. It is finished at the Stade de Lyon in the final in victory and joy for the United States. Hey everyone, welcome to Settle the Score. I'm Allison. I'm Madeline. And to start off today's show, we just want to send out the biggest congratulations to Allie Krieger and Ashlyn Harris on the adoption of their baby girl, Yay! Sloan. I mean, I think the entire U.S. Women's National Team fandom uh, just were completely overjoyed with this news. I know I was. I just, it's, it's almost hard to believe. You know, we got their wedding in 2019. 2020 was what it was, and then here we are, you know, coming into 2021 really strong with this news. It's just, ugh. They are going to be amazing moms. Amazing. I am so excited for them. Sloan is so cute. If you haven't peeped Sloan yet, they've been very generous with their Instagram photos of her, and I strongly recommend taking a, a peek. It will warm your heart to see this adorable baby girl. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And she's uh, in some of the latter photos. She's really rocking the kit already. Uh, I mean, not a jersey. I don't know if they make them that small, but she's got her little, you know, U.S. Women's National probably onesie T-shirt on with even with like these little Adidas pumps. It's just it's precious. Uh, so, so cute. Cute. Yeah. And I was also happy on another level because it made the whole not having them on this roster for she believes makes so much it was like oh that's what was going on right exactly exactly and I as that night where they posted this I guess this was on Valentine's Day they posted this because she was born on the 12th and you know newborns can usually go home about two days of life and uh they they posted this information and I immediately saw I was kind of spanning through our score pod Instagram and you know we follow a lot of our fan, uh, fans of the show and fans of women's national team in general and they all were just sending out apology letters basically to Vlaco uh on on the decision obviously to not have them in camp because they were doing something much greater here but it was very funny to see that do you think when Vlaco got asked those questions about why the two of them weren't included he was like oh boy yeah I yes got a secret yes Exactly. <laughs> I'm sure inside he was full of glee. I feel like that man can be full of glee. He, he, I see that in him. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure he was. I'm sure he's like, just wait. It'll all become very clear very soon. Uh, he did a very good job convincing me that he'd made a weird, weird, strange, inexplicable decision though. <laughs> yes. Yes, he did. He played his part incredibly well. Like Sloan needs to thank Uncle Black Coet someday, <laughs> someday in time. Uh, he did such Aww. a good job with it. Uncle Flatco. <laughs> well, we'll see uh, how warmly they're feeling towards him after the Olympic roster comes out, but we're going to get to that at yeah. the end of the episode. Yes. Yes, we will. Man. Sloane's got a good life ahead of her. Yeah, she does. She's going to be cool. She's got, like, yes. like, she has two very cool parents. Like, Allie is a bit of a dork sometimes, I think, but, like... But in the best way. They're cool women. Oh, man. Yeah. <sighs> they both returned to practice um, with the Pride uh, recently, yesterday, or something like that, and, and all the the tags and stuff were, like, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a badass mom, like... <laughs> You know, here we are back at practice. I mean, I can't That's imagine. so fast. They must be so tired. I can't imagine. Yeah, they must. I mean, A, they must have a baby nurse. And B, they must be exhausted. I mean, even with a baby nurse, you're exhausted. Yeah. I would imagine. I don't have a child, nor do I have a baby nurse. But I would, <laughs> I would imagine. Good for Still them. Oh, that's awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, it really is. Congrats, guys. Wow. Yay. 
Well, we also, I want to say congratulations to us because we got two great games. Yes. Um, you know, whatever you felt about the games, if you were frustrated or pleased or confused by some Vlatko decisions, I know the sort of pall of who will be making the Olympic roster is hanging over these she believes games in a way that they that it wouldn't be in a non-tournament year. So I know that can cause some anxiety. But for me, these two games were so fun. Yeah. It was so the level of play is so high. If I heard so much chatter about how we didn't play very well in either of them. And if that's true, good grief. We're so good. <laughs> I think, I mean, for for pretty much everybody watching, you know, this is the first real, co- I mean, and I don't say this as a slight to Costa Rica or some of the other teams that we've played, but this is like the first real, real competition we've seen in over a year. Uh, and so it's, it's a lot to, it. There, obviously you're going to have to adjust your style of play. You're going to have to iron out some kinks. Uh, and yeah, I, I think um, some folks were a little harsh with their commentary uh, I, I say like, that, and then here I'm going to be a little harsh probably at points here today, but I don't know. It is what it is. I would like to dig into the USA-Canada game, and I would like to start on that point you just brought up, which is that I thought the announcers for this match were yeah. unbelievably negative. What was going on? on with this announcing did like somebody fire them right before they went on and they were gonna be <laughs> nasty like they were just like oh the u.s is playing so horrible they should have been dominating canada like what were they talking about canada is always a competitive game we usually eke it out but canada gives us a lot of trouble also we are canada's biggest rivals and so it makes sense that they would be coming at us hard i was so baffled by that the entire game and i was having a really fun time watching the match and i was enjoying how pumped up that young canada team was and i i have to say the announcers really turned me off uh during this game it was frustrating yeah i agree i i would love some um some change-ups in the announcing that we hear <laughs> i i feel like it's gotten a I don't know. It was Allie Wagner, right? I- Allie Wagner. What's the guy's name? I always forget. I don't have time to remember men's names. <laughs> he he was bothering me more than Allie Wagner was. Partly because he was just kept stating the obvious time and time again. And I was like, dude, if there's not anything to say, stop talking for a moment. But I guess, I don't know. I'm not an announcer. I'm sure, like, you have to fill the void. I don't know what they teach you in announcing school. <laughs> like- I know Julie Foudy is a little controversial, but I... F- vastly prefer her to those two i also like i feel like heyo is called a gamer too yes and let's get heyo on there i please. she was at she like gave commentary uh during like halftime of i, I guess it was the brazil match i watched uh, well i mean i watched them both but that one i think i remember watching her give commentary like have her do some of the announcing i i, I love hearing i really love hearing her takes especially being such a fresh Uh, fresh from the national team um, because she's basically calling the game for teammates that she's played alongside with for years and years and years, which I think is also kind of a cool, a cool thing. And even Foudy, I think has played with one or two of these players. Uh, But anyways, yeah, I agree with that. Strong agree. Men, men get to do that all the time in basketball and football. So come on, let's, let's get some Heyo in there. Heyo. Hey yo. Speaking of babies, oh my gosh. Heyo's little boy. Oh he's so cute. Holy cow. We I wanna see once, you know, COVID concerns are kind of wrapped up, who knows when, but when they are, I would love to see all the babies get together, uh, of former national team players. Cause, you know, now we've got like kind of grown kids from, you know, Mia Ham and, and others, and we've got like little teeny babies and everything in between with like Sid LaRue's kids. So I would love to see a a little reunion. That would be so cute. Oh, man. That's making my ovaries hurt real bad. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Ooh, uh, baby. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Let's boy. We, we should stop. Lineup. Let's get into this gotta, Canada match. Yeah, I got to get away from these puns. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you want to go kind of back to front? That tends, tends to be what we normally do. Yeah. No, no surprises. No surprise. Alyssa Nair starts both of the both of the matches here we did have a wrench thrown into the plans we did not get our normal 
uh, defensive for back because Kelly is apparently a bit injured. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was delighted to see that Midge Purse was thrown in in yep. this game. Yep. Smidge got the start on the right wing um, with Abby and Becky in the middle, per usual, and Crystal on the left side, per usual. What did we think of Midge here? I thought she did well. I thought she did well. I thought she did just fine against a pretty tough attacking Canadian team. At, at I, Sorry. Canada was physical. I guess that's what I want to say. They were very physical, and I thought she uh, stood up to that pretty well. Um, I thought she did just fine for her age and for her where I would expect what I would expect of her right now. Agree. And if we're talking about someone else who started uh, the (laughs) next game, she is faster and more creative. She just has, yes, I believe so. She just has fewer caps. So she's shakier, but all around, I vastly preferred Midge's performance. Though she did not have to defend Dabinia, who may be the best player in the world, top five for sure. So I suppose that's something to think about, but I, I thought Midge gave a sturdy performance. Yeah, I, I really think I'm excited to see her in the future. I think she's going to be a fantastic addition uh, to this team moving forward. I, I really think she will be. Um, I Question, is Tierna Davidson still injured slightly? I... I, I'm not really sure what's going on with her, but I I know this is a spoiler for when we give our picks at the end, but I am now considering her out of the mix. Mm. That's a shame. I really liked her play, and I feel like I just haven't gotten to see her in several matches. I know she's had some injury and some other stuff, uh, but that's a shame. I really liked her style of play. She's got height, which I think is uh, important, Some you know in the back especially with defending goal um, – corner kicks and stuff I really I liked watching her play so I was shocked we didn't we didn't see her and I think that means she must have a little injury or I know she did so I don't know if it's like still ongoing but I think probably at this point the plan for her is to let her rest not take her to the Olympics make sure she's fully well when the next cycle begins and then she is a firm, firm part of the team, but I, I doubt she's, I, before this, I thought she was very much in the mix, but the fact that she didn't play these last two games means she's out to me. I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, she is, I, well, let's see, you know, we're recording this on Wednesday before the the final match. Um, and we'll post before the final match to give you guys a recap if you need before going into that match. But, um, she could play tonight. We don't know. Um, and she is only, she's 22, you know, we've, we've got time. We've got time, um, but I and she's five ten. Speaking of height, um, I I feel like she could be a really ex. I fe- I feel like I see her in that kind of Becky Sauerbrunn role in the back um, in the future. Maybe that's giving her a little too much, but I don't know. I liked her style of play. So. Oh, I fully think she's the next Becky. Okay, cool, good. It's nice to agree on some things because I have a feeling it's gonna <laughs> devolve later. But Ooh, it's all good. I'm excited. Engine. Uh, anyways, all right, moving forward um, into the midfield. Um, again, I feel like no um, – wait, I'm sorry. No surprises we had a, here. Yeah, yeah, JJ and Lindsay, they ran a 4-2-3-1 yeah. to start off, which I don't love personally, but I'm willing to see it, how it goes. I mean, it didn't really work. They couldn't connect right. at all. <laughs> uh, they looked great. Things were creative. I thought Macario was nervy, uh, and I don't blame her. Of course, she was nervy. Right, right. So sorry. So so the two we had JJ and Haran in that two, and then the three Lynn, Macario, and Rapino, and then Carly at the top spot. Uh, I agree, Macario. So I think what it was tough because Macario came out so strong in that previous match because it wasn't that strong of a team and she just looked to be dominating. And I think it kind of threw everyone because I think we all expected her. I expected her to be more nervy and she came out looking like nerves were not something she possessed. She was cool as a cucumber in that previous match. So coming out and seeing her here, I think some people maybe felt a little disappointment, but I was like, no, this is what I expected of this young, young player. 
Right. And I think you could almost say the same things of Lloyd and Pino, <laughs> too. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, I was expecting them to come out a little stronger, but against a better, more fit team, they started to look like old ladies. And yeah. then you throw in Macario, who was nervous, and I think that meant just no one was connecting up top. So this was really not working for me. I think it it's totally fine that Macario had a slightly off game. I'm actually glad she got it out of the way. I think it will be good for her um, going forward. I I'd like to see her continue to get minutes. I was disappointed she didn't get minutes in the second game. Um, but I, I actually thought it said a lot more about Pino and, and Carly, uh, looking sluggish, frankly. Yeah, they did. They definitely looked a little sluggish. I mean, again, not surprised, uh, especially for, for Carly, everyone's saying, you know, this is the fittest she's ever been. This is the fittest she's ever been. Well, it doesn't, the, it doesn't quite translate to on the field. At least it didn't appear to, uh, and for Rapino, you know, we know she's basically been out of the mix for about a year now. And this is kind of what I, more of what I expected to see when she came back, uh, in that said, I still think something that does not go away if their fitness is not there is their minds. And I feel like they are both so sharp. Um, they have such great soccer brains that I feel like that, uh, made up a little bit for their perhaps not quite peak fitness. Uh, and that's something that Macario doesn't have fully developed yet because she's just so much younger. So I do think that they were doing very cool stuff. Like there were good ideas. I was excited about the plays. They just couldn't connect in the end. Right. And I still, I think also with this lineup, this is a lineup that we don't use often. Uh, and I feel like that, I mean, you throw that in there, you throw in you, it, the, that top four, that top four in the forward, you have two older folks and, and Makaria, who's the youngest of whippersnappers and then Lynn, who we'll definitely talk about, but like, it was just like, oh, it was too off balanced. This was also a game where I, I feel like the last time we saw Sam Mewis before she hurt her, her ankle, we, I was sort of realizing, oh, Sam Mewis is the future of the team. Like, she's the new Julie Ertz, kind of. Like, Julie Ertz yeah. continues to be Julie Ertz. We desperately need her. But Mewis was starting to serve such a strong, strong role in that midfield. And I think without her, like, Lindsay is great. Lindsay is a good playmaker. Uh, I think she had a bad game against Brazil, but uh, she is a good playmaker. She's creative. Um, she is strong, but Sam is just like even more of an enforcer lately. Um, and I think against Canada, we were really missing, really missing Sam. I completely agree. I, as I was watching these games progress, both of them, I just felt, you know, I really felt the Sam U.S. void. And to me, it felt that, you know, we've always had the two go back and forth. And in a lot of ways, they've kind of felt interchangeable. And this was the first time I really felt they're not interchangeable. Sam has the edge, has the clear edge. And I miss her. <laughs> I don't think that she has an edge. I just think that they're good at slightly different things. Mm-hmm. They're weirdly similar and yet dissimilar players. I think Haran is just like a little more creative which comes at the expense of like a little more accuracy uh yeah and I think against this Canada team that wasn't gonna let them get in behind you kind of wanted Mewis I would have started Mewis over Lindsay here uh and I probably I I think the game probably would have gone a lot a lot a lot better if we'd lined up Sam Mewis and Rose Lavelle in there instead of one of these four strikers, Pino, Macario, Williams, or Lloyd. Like, if if that had been the lineup, which in an actual tournament, not an actual tournament, in the World Cup or in Olympics, it would have been. And so, yeah, I I don't know. I just, I thought this was such a great game because we got to see this this interesting pairing. And Mm -hmm. I loved this game. I had a great time, even before the subs. (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was good to see. It was good to see some, some different play. And, you know, Canada, we don't talk too often about other teams' lineups, um, often because we don't know them very well. We know Canada a little better, um, and they were definitely missing some folks. Um, I was about to smack Chapman. 
Man, she made me mad. <laughs> we know all. We know all these players. From I was the gonna say NWSL. we know they're all in the NWSL exactly. I uh, did love seeing Nichelle. I kind of wanted Nichelle Prince to score. I hate to hey, say, hey, that's rude. Her. I'm sorry. Wow. She's so cool though, and she she had a tough Challenge Cup, and I thought she played yeah. well there. Yeah. I, I, what I, What broke my heart was Sheridan. I mean, oh gosh, that was Im- awful. Immediately injured and off of something like she pulled her groin is what it looked like by like literally just tapping the ball. I don't know what happened. Horrible. She must have just hit it weird. Uh, so sad because this was like really her shot. I feel like a big. This was a big opportunity for her to uh, to shine if she could in this match. And she's so good. Like she yes, is so good for Sky Blue. I love um, LeBay. Like she's awesome. Yes. But man, Sheridan, I. But we know was she's excited. good. Right. I was just so excited for her, and now I'm worried about Sky Blue. I think she'll be fine. I, I know it was a kind of a freak accident. I think that she'll heal that fine, and I think she'll still, you know, be able to go to the Olympics with Canada. Like that stuff's not going to be a problem. But I just I feel bad that she didn't get to perform in this match because we know that she can, and obviously we know that LeBay can, and I also adore her. And she came in not expecting really to play this match, uh, and I thought she did phenomenally well. Yeah, I mean, that was another thing. Like, she stopped a lot of shots. Like, yeah. She did a good game. she's what a fantastic keeper. Uh, yeah. I so. like her face. Is that a weird thing to say? <laughs> I like Steph LeBay's face. It's very, like, smooth and cute. Yeah, no, that's that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and she has dark eyes, but they're very gentle. Yeah, I find her eyes very good, welcoming. Good face. I don't know why. Yeah. I just always see her. I'm like, that girl's got a good face. Yeah, I, I don't, hear that. I'm not like she's pretty. I think lots of people are like pretty or beautiful. No, it's different than that. It's a good face. Yeah, I hear that. She's got a good face. We're yeah. all good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely agree. I thought she had a fantastic match. I felt so bad for Sheridan. Uh, mm, that broke my heart. But yeah. yeah, yeah, it is fun. I mean, we really do know these players well because... You know, we do get to see them in the NWSL all the time. Yeah. Vienne's got so. to play, another Sky Blue player. Sophie mm-hmm. Schmidt did well. I was nervous when Schmidt came on because I was like, she's got a lot of experience and she's tough. But, uh-uh. uh, yeah, it worked out fine for us because around minute 60, Vlatko started to make some changes. Yeah, he's just like, eh, over this. <laughs> so what it felt right like. right away, 64th minute, Lavelle – Alex Morgan and Press all came on, and the game just absolutely blew open. Changed. Yeah. Also, can we just talk about that? Like when that those are your subs, just for a second. Like it's bazonkers. Yeah. <laughs> Good word. It's bazonkers. It really is. I mean, and they. It was. It was. It really completely changed the the speed. It changed. I mean, it just changed everything about the match. Everything Press that didn't I was not score enjoying in this game, but she yeah. was making so many things happen. happen. It's <sighs> her moment. Like this Olympics, I feel like is the press Olympics. I, I just, she is just going to crush. I think that being at um, United is so good for her. I am so happy that she's there because obviously it's good for her yeah no it's great I I mean I wish Tobin hadn't been injured I wish Tobin could have been there as well for this match but uh I feel like it's done wonders and I'd like, I'm I sorry I say that thinking like I'm curious to see how it's impacted Tobin's play as well having been able to see what it's done for um you know for uh for press it's been incredible so and in terms of it being these super subs, can you imagine if we also had Tobin Heath? Like, what must the I other know. teams think? I know. I know. It's wild. Well. We live in New York. Sorry, listeners. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's just buzzing. Um, yeah, I feel like I feel like the best part is yet to come with, these, with, these, with this team. I mean, it, again, I don't think you start – this is not the starting lineup in the World Cup. This is not the starting lineup in the Olympics. Uh, but you just the change out, the momentum, the flow, it, it's incredible. We're so lucky. And let's talk about that Rose Lavelle goal. Ooh! Incredible. 
incredible. This is what Rose does. She's so dangerous at the top there. She's so dangerous. She sees things that no one else sees, and then she just lets it rip, which is so weird because she's so little. I know. Frankly, I was terrified because Candy was being very aggressive physically, and I was very worried. I mean, every time I see Rose take the field, I'm nervous. I'm just anxious that she's going to get snapped like a twig. Yeah, and she reminds me of – she, she's like a badass, tough, professional athlete, and yet I'm still like – Oh, don't touch the paper doll. She's I know. fragile. I, that's exactly how I feel. And I need to get over it. But also, like, we've just seen her get crushed too many times. But, yeah. I Yeah. 100%. I bet she came in. She did amazing. She, as you said, I talk about soccer brains. She has a way to see the field um, and Great know where she is Haran, on the field. Too. Yes. Yes. I mean, really, really strong. Uh, really, really strong. I felt good getting up that one at least. And that was, I mean, that was pretty late in the match. That was like the 79th minute. I feel like we usually um, tie, wrap things up a little bit sooner than that. Um, yeah. But again, we're seeing a little stiffer competition. And But you know what? I wasn't nervous, especially once those subs came in. I was, oh, it was no. only yeah. a matter of time. And we really were, As I think the announcers were being so negative. It was coloring people's opinions on Twitter and Instagram and whatnot because we were really really kind of dominating Canada we just couldn't quite get it in the goal and then we did and we won it wasn't a close game sorry (laughs) exactly agree I agree it was it was good it was good I was happy to take Canada down shall we move on to game number two USA versus Brazil to nothing absolutely uh Talk lineups for this one. This one, I feel like, was a little bit more of a return to um, normalcy. It was a 4-3-3. Again, Alyssa in the back. This time, we started Sonnet on that right side as opposed to Midge. Again, Abby and Becky in the middle and Crystal on the left. Um, Then in the the mid, we had what we're kind of used to seeing in my mind, Rose, JJ, and either a Haran or Mewis. Obviously, Mewis is hurt, so it's Haran. And then up top, we had, again, more of that normal three I would try to challenge you on that word this is the normal three well I, mean, I don't I mean think players in, in terms I mean of the, style. the way we're lining up yes 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 oh you don't think that we're going to be lining up this way no 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 I agree with you that that is oh, more normal but sorry. I think oh no I don't mean this is normal players no no I just I... meant simply the normal style this was Lynn on the right wing um Alex got the start in the middle and then uh, Kristen Press on the left side which, I mean, I feel like we came out in this match already looking like we were clicking better than we did against Canada. And I, that could have been because of the lineup itself. It could have been because of the 4-3-3. I think there was a lot to go into play here. I think that Carly and Pino have a lot of good creativity, but Press and Lavelle and Alex is complicated, but even Alex... They have the flair and the energy, and it's just sort of like you can't really compete. If press is this good, then I'm sorry, Carly is not a starter. You know, like other people just got better, and it's great that press is getting better, but like, sorry, Carly, yeah, you're done. Yeah, well, wow, that was strong. Uh, I agree with you, not a starter, but I. I think it's still – I think she's still probably going. I think she's going to. Yeah. I think she probably um, should even, but we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll This get to was that. exciting. Press was exciting. Her goal was freaking insane. Again, soccer brain. She knew where she was. She did not need to look up. She she knew where she got the ball. She received the ball. She knew where she was, turned, and just ripped it. Like I think someone tweeted – I think it was Claire Watkins tweeted is – is she God? <laughs> Definitely a joke, but like it was, it was just such a good strike. It was such a good strike. And she, again, was creative in making other things happen up there. She had a couple near other goals I felt as well. And it was just a treat. I, I feel so strongly about having her um, in that starting lineup at this point. I mean, it's just, she's earned it. She deserves to be there. She's fire right now. I, yeah. If Kristen Press isn't, isn't first string, I don't know what is she's. Yeah. She's there. She doesn't have the yips anymore. She's got it. 
She's got it. She she's, really does. She's got it. She's in full possession of her power. So we're both on team press pretty hard. Yeah, I fully I am fully riding that train. <laughs> let's let's pause for a moment though and go back. Go okay. deep. Back to Sonnet. Oh boy. Uh, How long do you have? <laughs> go for it. Actually, here's what's interesting. You all, if you listen to this podcast, know I do not like Emily Sonnet. As a player, as a person, she seems delightful and just the spirit of the team. I do not like her on the field. I just don't. I, I never have. I did not like her in this match, but I will say, I actually thought that she had some good forward thinking in this match and actually made some things happen up top where I where normally I don't see that happen for her. So while, you know... I never think she should start <laughs> on that right wing. Uh, and I don't even, I think there are other right wingers that are better than her that should go to the Olympics. I was actually not disgusted by her play this match. I hated it. I thought she yeah. had a bad No, game. everybody did. Everybody did. I, she, Dabinia, defending Dabinia is a tall order. Like definitely need to give her credit for that but just she she was always drawn out of place she was yes. always on her back foot she's she nutmegged a couple people which I guess is cool to watch like I, I feel like I'm always like but she nutmegs people I'm like eh, it doesn't matter she was just causing so many problems especially for Lynn Williams and then Lynn Williams got a bum rap at the end of this game and I think Lynn was cleaning up Sonnet's messes the whole freaking game. Interesting. Interesting. She had to keep going back because Sonnet just wasn't there. Uh, I'm over Sonnet. Sonnet did, I wanted to yes. see Casey Short in. Yes. Uh, man, boo. Put Purse. At, yeah, Purse has, has it over for me, over her for me very clearly. I don't see what Sonnet's bringing. I'm sorry. The, no, I... Believe me, I am in full, I fully agree with that statement. I, the only thing, it, and I also saw she played the full 90 minutes and she progressively got worse as the 90 minutes went on. I thought pretty clearly she started off and I thought she had some crisp passes. I don't, every time she touches the ball, I'm expecting her to give it away, like have a turnover because that's what I've seen from her a lot. Um, but she had a couple of very crisp passes to the correct players on her team. Uh, and I was actually impressed by that, which is sad. That shouldn't be like impressive. That should just be standard. Right. But I was like, Oh, okay. That's surprising. All right. And then she had like one or two good crosses. I thought where she actually, they were decent enough um, to for you know folks to get ahead on it, and then then it just went all downhill from there. Uh, and yeah, I don't I don't understand what we see in her. Not we. It's like, like Jill I, developed her as an option, so now she's got experience, and that's important. But it's like too late after the fact. Fe- yeah, I don't know. I saw somebody tweet something that really resonated with me, which was. Uh, Emily Sonnet is a starter on the best soccer team in the world. Like, never give up on your dreams. <laughs> it's so mean. I love it so much. Oh, man. I agree. I mean, sadly, I I just don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get any of it. And again, like, yes, Casey Short, who's now Kruger, which is throwing me off seeing the Kruger and not the, the Krieger. But anyways, um... Yeah, she got. She actually came in at the end of the Canada game um, for just a, a little bit. But I would have much rather seen Casey start here. Um, There's also tonight. no world where Allie Krieger isn't a better choice normally as well. That's exactly what I'm saying. There is yeah. no world in which Emily Sonnet goes to the Olympics and Allie Krieger does not. Now, Allie Krieger cannot go for many other players and many other reasons, but there is no world where Emily Sonnet basically takes that place there is no world and I'm i don't understand fully on board with you the only way that would make sense is if ali didn't want to go because of sloan and yes. if she wants to make that choice i fully support her in that but if it's Absolutely. for any other reason it's truly unbelievably dumb it i just don't get it i i'm so tired of seeing sonnet's name on the roster like i just <laughs> That sounds so mean. We have to stop <sighs> ranting about Sonnet, but I know I, I, we do. it's hard to stop. It is. That's why I asked how much time we had because it she drives me crazy. 
Anyways, I and again, I want to reiterate, she seems like just the spirit of the team. She seems so lovely and so high energy and so fun in general as a human being. She seems delightful. I don't think she should start on this team, period, end of story. Now, what did you think about Lynn Williams? Give me Oh, that. my God. So I hear what you're saying when you're saying Lynn needed to clean up her messes, but I am also very over Lynn in these two matches. I... I, she skies every ball. Every time she gets a shot on goal, it goes four, five, six feet over the top of the crossbar. She skies everything. She can't – her crosses are either a little too deep, too shallow. She can't get them out. She loses the ball to the defense a handful of times. Not all, not every time. Don't I mean, she's got speed. We know that. And so if it's a foot race, she'll win it. But when it comes down to, like, tactical on the ball I feel like she loses it more times than I want her to I feel like she loses it way more than Heath ever would and I know Heath is injured but that's it I'm confused about what's happening with Lynn Williams I think as a striker she has now had enough chances and has demonstrated that she is not great at scoring on the national team yeah I agree with that she biffed it too many times but I don't think Vlatko cares about that. He just th- cares about the speed? I think he sees her as a, like a speed monster who can create chaos by getting in behind defensive lines who are sitting deep against the United States, kind of the, like the way we can get defeated, you know, like by Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um she can disrupt that, and it allows the presses, the Lavelles, the Harans, potentially the Morgans, potentially the Heaths, to potentially the Macarios. I think he's especially interested in that to create that chaos that gives them the space to get in behind defensive lines when they're sitting deep. I don't think he cares at all about her scoring, and I, I, I could be really wrong. I could really be eating crow on this when the Olympic roster is announced, but I think she is actually an integral part of his system. I don't think he's testing her. I think she's a starter. I don't that know that I necessarily a agree starter? with that. A I think, starter? Over I think heat? she... I think she is a part of Vladko's strategy. And I think it's because she's offering a chaos speed factor that American, maybe I think Vlad, I'm not sure I agree, but I think Vladko maybe thinks we need it to continue to be surprising to these teams that kind of have our number. Mm. I think that is the wrong choice. If that's what I Black could also thinking. be very wrong. I might he might have just been testing her, but I don't know why you would spend so much time testing, testing her? her. You spend so much time testing her because the position is locked by Tobin, and might as well Tobin's hurt and out right now. But I don't think Tobin's going to the Olympics. What? I think she's too hurt. That's what I heard. Oh, she- really? Okay, that. It's curious that I did not realize. I feel like Lynn, the thing, and I understand what you're saying. Like he doesn't, but I, you have to care that somebody can't score. Like Lynn even had with her speed, a huge breakaway. She had a huge breakaway. She did nothing with it. Nothing. Like, do you have to care that someone can't score? If you got Alex Morgan, Kristen press, Roosevelt, Lindsay Horan, like, yeah, you if you're going to start him, Megan Rapino, I don't know. Yeah. I think you, you have to, I, First of all, it's embarrassing for the U.S. It's just like, you, I understand that she's fast. My question is, how much faster is she than every other player on the team? And I don't know. I know I know she's the fastest. I know they've talked about it, like, in the, you know, in some of the different drills and stuff. How much faster? If she's six, say, random, six seconds faster, that's legitimate. That's enough. If she's 1.4 seconds faster and can't score, that's not enough. I need both. This is the U.S. Women's National Team. This is the best team in the world. I need both. You have to be fast and you have to score. If you're fast and you can't score, I don't want you. I just don't want you. Sorry, Lynn. I, I feel like she has I – I wouldn't even take Lynn to the Olympics. That's how over Lynn I am right now. Whoa. Don't you think it was just that one shot, though? No, because it's been both matches, Canada and Brazil, and even against Costa Rica. <laughs> 
But wouldn't you like also that. say the same thing about Alex Morgan then? But Alex Morgan has proven herself. Lynn has never proven herself except That's in fair. the NWSL. That's Alex fair. Morgan has proven it on the national stage over and over and over again. Not recently. But, I mean, in Not the for last like World Cup. Not for like two years. Yeah, but. Alec, did Alex score any important goals in the last World Cup? Mm. Uh-uh. Oh, gosh, that feels like too long ago. I can't even remember. Maybe not, but again, Lynn has never scored an important goal. I feel like people have been giving Alex Morgan a pass for a long time because That's they're like, fair. well, she gets back and defends, and like she's learned to be a more complete player. Lynn Williams was taking care of Dabinia. Yeah. Lynn Williams definitely gets back and defends. I just Alex, think, I like, don't think, does a good job with If that. we're saying the same, saying this about Lynn Williams, then Alex Morgan shouldn't come either. Yeah, but that's that won't happen. And maybe, I mean, if your argument is it should, okay, but it won't happen. It just I unfortunately, I don't have too hard an opinion either way because I think I don't have to have it because I think Tobin's not coming, so they're all going to go. That's really unfortunate. I did yeah. not realize that. That's devastating. Yeah, it's a bummer. Um, I feel very upset for her. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully I'm wrong. We'll see. Yeah, mm, that's, a, that's a real bummer. I just, I'm, I need to see... I'm just so tired of seeing Williams do absolutely nothing. And maybe she is doing way more than I can recognize because she's creating these opportunities for other players. And as you said, confusing and mixing up, I just haven't seen it. And it sucks because that's, you know, a lot of times like we talk about like defense is a thankless job. Perhaps hers is as well in this kind of, you know, whatever Vlatko is constructing here, but it's not, I just don't think it's going to fly. Not on this team. Let's Anyways. talk about the subs in this game because they were definitely a reverse of the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had in the 70th minute Rapino and Lloyd come on. Uh, yep. And that that was strange because we took uh, we took uh, Lynn out. Lynn did come out. I did feel like Blacko was pretty bad at her for missing. <laughs> that I mean, shot. she missed several. Um, Alex <laughs> like. and Alex and press. Um, and then I thought the energy slowed. It Pino, did. Pino and uh, Lloyd looked like the old ladies again. Although you gotta give Pino yeah. credit for that beautiful Pino strike. Ripped it. Yeah, she really did. And that's, you know, that comes back to like, you score the goals, you score the goals. Exactly. Like, if you have the defense on their heels the entire match and they're all confused and whatever, and nobody puts a ball in the back of the net, then you tie or you lose. You mm-hmm. do not win. And we're here to win. I thought Carly looked especially slow against the energetic Brazilians. Yeah, I didn't think she looked great. And I actually thought she looked better in the Canada match. Just, I mean, I, I agree when she she did look slow and like she tired towards the end of her time, but I thought that she started out. Okay. So yeah, I don't know what that was. Oh my gosh. We forgot about the most important thing about Pino's goal, which was the The baby. That was so cute. I loved that. I just, uh, Oh man, we're going to talk about Pino's book at some point on this podcast, but just after reading that, I feel like she's in just such a good place right now. And you could see in her eyes how happy she was for her friends. And I just love the support and warmth radiating from her. Gosh, I love Pino. Yeah. She's, I I love her too. I think she should, I just want the the world for her. Yeah. She's the, she's the greatest. That was awesome. Speaking of Pino, really quickly, this is a side tangent. I had another dream, and this time it was about Megan Rapino, and it was so. It was not as clear. Was the Carly Lloyd dream clear? It was to me. It's not as clear because. So basically, it was so chill. We, I, um, you weren't with me, but it reminded me of. Uh, Madeline and I went and saw got went to a Hope Solo signing mm. years ago, mm. um, and it was kind of a similar situation. It was a signing, a Megan Rapinoe signing at Macy's, which was Ooh. super cool, <laughs> but like not like the Macy's here on Thirty Fourth. It was like a, it felt like a Macy's in like any suburban suburban mall. Macy's. Okay. Yeah, like dark, like dimly lit, like not like great clothes everywhere for yeah, some reason. Just like really confused. <laughs> 
amazing. Yeah. So anyways, Megan Rapinoe, she does the signing and she finishes and I don't know why I'm hanging out. Maybe be, so I can like talk to her. But anyways, we end up talking for over two hours, just what? like shooting the breeze, talking about life, like hanging out. And do you know when you have a dream and you know that you're dreaming a little yes. bit? Yes. I was like, I know I'm not actually probably hanging out, chatting with Rapino for a couple hours in a mall, but man, I want it to be true. Oh. And because we had like made plans to hang out again. <gasps> and I was just like, let this be true. Let this be true. Let this be true. Uh, and I just wanted to hold on to that and wake up and, you know, have plans with Rapino. That is later the date. best dream. Maybe it it's an omen. Such, maybe it is. It was such a good dream. And literally that's all that happened. We hung out and chatted in Macy's for two hours after the signing was over. That was oh the dream. Oh my gosh. I feel like Pino would love to chat with you. Like you would just really get along. I think. Oh, uh, I love that. I would. <sighs> Perfect. I think so too. I feel like you're both so kind and she would be totally interested in your work and, and oh, I in yeah. hers. Yeah. It would be, <laughs> I just, I want that to be true so much too. Uh, me too. Rapina, if you ever do a Macy's signing, I'm definitely going because I have a foreshadowing. <laughs> We're going to be best friends. Uh, so anyways, two. that was my Pinot dream. So I guess I'm down too. Now I need, uh, who will be next to come to my dreams? Hmm. I could go for Kristen Press. That would be yeah, cool. Yeah, Press dream would be great. That would be great. Maybe I'll work on that. Yeah. Come on, Press. Uh, I don't have too much else to say about this uh, game. Sophia Smith was a non a non entity oh, in sweetheart. it. Sweetheart, she just looked like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, I, she she'll get there. She'll get there. She will. I don't. Yeah, it was a weird sub to me. But and um, uh, uh, Christy, Christy Mewis, Mewis, she's making a good argument for herself. I think so. Every time she comes in, she's got energy. She's on the ball, quick. She. I, I don't know. I feel like she's got a lot of pep, and I like it when she comes on the field. Yeah. She's she's creative and, and strong, I think, right now. So, yeah. Whew. Those were the games. I, I thought this was another extremely entertaining game. There was a lot of good, fun stuff happening. Mm-hmm. Do we want to talk about what we think now that we've gotten two more data points about the yeah. Olympic roster? I think so. Um, how do we want to do this? Do you want to go over... You tell me I, who you think. Okay. I have 14 locks and okay. then four. Um, well, I have like six bubbles, but, you know, for the remaining four spots. So my locks in goal, Alyssa and Ashlyn. Um, then we have Kelly O'Hara, Abby Dahlkemper, Becky Sauerbrunn, Crystal Dunn. We have JJ, obviously, Sam Ewis, Lindsay Horan, Rose Lavelle, uh, Megan Rapino, Carly Lloyd, uh, Kristen Press, Alex Morgan, and Tobin Heath, which that is uh, me before I knew that she may be out. Yeah, I have the same locks, but I put and that's fifteen in, actually. Sorry, I put in Williams instead of Heath. Okay, so I the funny thing is I like I have Lynn scratched at the bottom of my bubbles because I'm just so frustrated with her play right now. Um, to me, if Heath is healthy, you take Heath, and frankly, I don't even know if you take Lynn. Um, if, if Lynn is out, let's just, let's say that you're right. Vlaco was testing her and Lynn didn't prove herself and she's just off the list now. Then you absolutely take Heath, Macario. Then I think Christy Mewitt come, yes. Mewis comes. Yes, yep. that's exactly and you bring, what I have. I think he'll bring Sonnet, but I think you bring Krieger or, or Midge. Yes, I, I would not bring Sonnet. I have Krieger would be my person. This is again. I just love her. That would be my personal first choice, um, followed by um, either Casey Short, Midge, or Tierna. I need to know who is healthy in that group. Um, I feel like Casey Short has not been getting, who's now Kruger. I've got to work on that. I, She has not gotten the chances that I feel like she should have gotten on this team. But she's not coming. She was just an emergency call-up after Allie couldn't come. But I feel like... Yeah. Okay. Fine. So let me cross that. So then it's to me it would be Tierna or Midge, if Tierna is healthy. In that deep, if, if if it's not Krieger, if it's not Allie Krieger, I would take Tierna or Midge. I think you take Midge. I don't know. I'm not certain. Definitely don't take Sonnet. That I know. If if uh, Tierna gets minutes tonight, that might 
mean something else. But if she doesn't, then I think it's got to be Midge. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. I still, frankly, I would still take Allie Krieger. That's my personal choice. I would definitely take Allie. The only way Allie isn't coming is baby reasons or stupid reasons. <laughs> okay. All right. So that would be 15 for me. That's, I'm saying Heath, 16, Krieger, um, 17, um, Christy. And I feel like you could give that last spot to Macario. Macario. Leave Lynn Williams at home. Leave Lynn Williams at home. I, I'm, I'm into that. I, I'm, unfortunately we will not get to see Macario again tonight. She, it was a prearranged thing. She had to go back to, uh, Europe. Um, so, or England, sorry. Um, so she will not be playing tonight, which is a bummer. I feel like I would like to have seen that. I think that means she's in danger of not coming because she didn't play in that second game. Yeah, I think it does change the picture. I agree. I, I really disagree with Vlatko on that. I think you bring her. I think you bring her. I don't know if that that game was so bad that she doesn't get to come. I, I'm confused by that. I think Macario should be on that plane. Yeah. I also think, I mean, let's think about who we're playing in the Olympics this year, right? Like some of our biggest competition didn't make the Olympics because of the way the breakdown is, you know? So we're going to be, I, I think obviously anytime you go to a tournament like this, you're putting out your best, you're putting out your best 11. But I think there are times where like you can absolutely have Macario in some of these Olympic games against lesser teams that made it because of the way it's broken down and she could shine. Yeah. So. Just get her in the system now. That's my opinion. That's why I'd bring purse too. Yeah. I, I would bring, well, or, or no, I, Midge is my third actually really. It, it would be Krieger, Tierna, Midge, but I, I haven't seen Tierna play in like probably six months. At She's least, good so. when she plays just not, yeah. not often enough. All right, that's my breakdown. I feel like we're generally on the same page about most of it. I, it um, it's weird because at this point it is coming down to injuries. It is, sadly, yeah. It, uh, it always does. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm excited. I really thought these were two very exciting games, and I am pumped for tonight. I cannot wait to see this lineup. Yeah, I'm really pumped too. Uh, hopefully it'll actually be coming out relatively soon. Mm -hmm. uh, matches at 7, and... Uh, and we'll see if you are able to catch the Canada-Brazil match. That's at four. I feel like that should be a good game. Oh, um, yeah. I don't know, unfortunately, if it's going to be televised. It, uh, it absolutely may be. I'm just not certain. Um, but then we'll play Argentina tonight at seven, and we will win the tournament with either a win or a draw. Yay! Very exciting. Woo! That's all we've got for today. If you want to argue with us about Lynn Williams or anything at all, we'd <laughs> or love Emily to hear. Sonnet. I'll take it. No one is sending us an email defending <laughs> Emily Sonnet. If you're thinking right now that you think we're being unfair to Emily Sonnet, please reach out to us. I guarantee we will get none of those emails. Uh, you <laughs> can reach us at settle the score podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet us at scorepod or you can Instagram us at scorepod. Thanks everyone. Have a great day. Bye.